Hello, this is Collective Noun. For a high quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Welcome along to the show tonight. And uh, look, to kick things off, Zach, I saw somebody in the car park this afternoon getting, uh, well, some would say unreasonably angry. Mm. Others might say completely justifiably angry over an incorrect fast food order. Okay. Now, all I'll say is I don't think I've seen anger levels like this about fast food since that one time you and I saw somebody pull a bird out and storm into a KFC a few years ago. Oh, yeah, we could see through the windows. We couldn't hear. I don't think we needed to, (laughs) to know what that guy was saying to the people in the kitchen. There was like an illegal U-turn at traffic lights. There was possibly a burger thrown. (laughs) Yeah, that was fun to watch from across the road. That's actually um, the subject of Dom and my new true crime podcast. (laughs) The Burger Thrower. Yeah. Look it up. That will be in iTunes soon. Well, what we're going to do is, episode by episode, go through different people in the store on the day. Yeah. So just get different perspectives. 45 minutes per episode, 10 episodes. Pick Why that not? One up. I think that's They're got... doing so many true crimes these <laughs> that's, days. That's got a lot of potential. But look, uh, in the next half hour, Zach, I will, I'll fill you in on this. I want to get your thoughts as to whether or not what's happened to this person justified the angry response that they got. And I think anybody out there who has maybe received a wrong order before or even tonight will will certainly feel their pain. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach, today a, a show that I don't think I've thought about in at least a decade, possibly longer, was brought straight back into my attention. I was uh, at a cafe and heard the two women behind the counter are having a chat about what I think many people might call their favourite show from the early 2000s, The, the Saddle Club. What a banger. Uh, I mean, obviously, I still listen to the song, but... Beautiful. Oh, I remember the Saddle Club. It was on in the afternoon, mm. right? Yeah, it was on... I think it was the 4pm slot. And it was three young ladies who mm. formed... Yep. As the title suggests... Yes. A Saddle Club. That's right. Because they, they were a part of, a, like, a horse club, was it? Something like that. It they was rode all, horses. Generally, I think it came on right after Hey Arthur on ABC Afternoon Set for a while. Oh, look, it was... I mean, why would you leave the couch from 3.30 to 4.30? Um, the point is, they were having a chat about how good it was and how, I think the line was said, they don't make TV like that anymore. They don't make TV like that anymore, John. And in this <laughs> age, I can't help to think of with all the shows coming back. Yeah. Uh, and all the movies getting remade. That's it. The Saddle Club must be putting their hand up saying like, hey guys. Yeah. Wouldn't mind a remake over here. They get, they get them a multi-million dollar film franchise. You could do at least four or five films on the The origin club. stories of each of the members. Well, I mean... I did... Like they did with The Avengers. Yeah, well, that's it. Each of the girls should get their own movie. <laughs> Would you make one for Veronica, who was the nemesis? Would of she course. Get... You'd need to know her backstory because you'd sympathise with her a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And you'd go, maybe she's not all bad. The thing is, look, I, this was a show that I... Uh, it was one of my favourite shows. Unfortunately, there weren't too many other guys at the school who were into that one at primary school. You had no to talk, to I talk know, about it with. I had no one to talk about it with. And today I had a good chat with these girls at the cafe about it, um, about our favourite storylines, our favourite moments. I think what we should do, yeah. and I think this is long overdue, Yes. but I think on 131060 we mm. should start the Saddle Club Club. I'd love to do A this. club to talk about and mm. reminisce about the Saddle Club. Well, because as of today I realised how enjoyable an experience that is. To have a space where you can finally just sit back and talk Saddle Club with fellow Saddle Club enthusiasts. Is it possible there's people listening who have yeah. no idea what we're talking about? <laughs> what, Hit they... that song again, Doc. <laughs> you want to hear it a second time? <laughs> we, we need to trigger people's okay. memories. Hello, you remember it. I know me. you do. <laughs> well, look, 131060, if you want to join the Saddle Club Club, 
And if you are just hearing about the Saddle Club for the first time, I mean, you're what, welcome to join. <laughs> what a world. We'll tell you about it. Oh, yeah, well, take new members into the Saddle Club Club. I mean, I guess the question is are the enthusiasts for this TV show still out there? If we can prove that there is, yeah. we'll take it to ABC and ask them to remake it. Make a complete reboot. We'll say, look <laughs> at all these people who want to be involved. That's it. If you loved the Saddle Club, 131060, we're launching the Saddle Club Club up next. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Earlier today, Zach, I was in a cafe. I heard the girls behind the counter having a chat about a show that I hadn't thought about in a decade. It was, of course, The Saddle Club. Hello, world. This is me. That should be. Mm-hmm, yeah. Fun for everyone. So on 13.10.60, Dom, mm. we're relighting the fire. Yep. We're starting The Saddle Club Club yeah. for fans of the Saddle Club from the early 2000s. Because there hasn't been a safe space to discuss your love of one of the all-time great shows for far too long now. We're creating that here on the show tonight. Will we start a campaign to get it back on the air? I don't know. It depends uh, how the Saddle Club Club goes. If yeah. enough people want to be members, yeah. there might be a petition in the works. <laughs> and so look, on 131060, if you'd like to join the Saddle Club Club, we are opening applications. We have Emma in Canberra. Now, Emma, you and your friends used to be really into the Saddle Club. We did, yes. Very into it. How how into it did you get? Um, so far that we were we always um, dressed up and designed ourselves characters, but I was the younger one, so I always had to be Veronica. Oh, Oh, you had to play play the bad guy, Emma. Yeah, no, it wasn't fair. What did you use as horses? Our imagination, really. Yeah, yeah. that's all you need. That's yeah. all you need. Uh, yeah. To be completely honest, you don't need anything. That's all you need. Your imagination yeah. and four characters, I and you've got your group. You might have gone with a broom, broomstick, but that <laughs> yeah. might be crossing over into witch territory. <laughs> it's a bit of Harry Potter. We don't want to. We wouldn't want to confuse the two. Well, congratulations, Emma. You are into the Saddle Club Club. Uh, we got Emily on thirteen ten sixty. How much did you love the Saddle Club, Emily? I love the Saddle Club so much that I played it the Hello World song at my 21st birthday last year. Oh, that's pretty good. That's outstanding. That's so pretty good. When we're blasting this year right now, and for many people around the country, I imagine, Emily, this is a blast from the past. This one's in your current collection, this one. Yes. Yes, yeah. it is. Beautiful. They did release the song at the time as an actual song. I think they did. I think it's it went good. pretty well in the charts. And so it should have. <laughs> Do you know all the lyrics, Emily? Uh, just about, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, what you know I like what? about the song is mm. not only is it a great intro yeah. to a TV show, but it's a great intro to life. <laughs> it's just good words to live by. You know, life should be fun for everyone. It's true. Some of the great should be. philosophers over time. I mean, Socrates, Plato, and I think the Saddle Club Girls with "Life Should Be Fun for Everyone" stands up with that completely. Well, Emily, welcome to the Saddle Club Club. Claire on the Gold Coast, how much did you love the Saddle Club? Ah. Uh... You know what? I was that horse freak girl at school that everyone talks about. (laughs) Saddle Mm. Club was my life, and um, I ended up begging my parents for a horse, and six years later got one. Thanks to the Saddle Club. Hang on. The Saddle Club, (laughs) because you watched that show, you asked your parents for a horse, and you ended up getting a horse. Yeah, well, that's how my love for it started, was through the Saddle Club, and I begged and begged and begged, and I've still got the horse now. I'm 22. Oh, that's amazing. There we go. What a story. Well, we need a horse in the Saddle Club Club, so we've got Claire and her horse. Claire, can I ask, were you more of a Carol, Stevie, or Lisa? 
Um, I was usually Stevie. We had a yeah. group of three friends, and I usually got to be Stevie. Yeah, great. <laughs> Who were you, Don? Uh, I would say I was more of a Lisa, but yeah. I, I always wanted to be Stevie, if I'm completely honest, watching the show. Ste- I, I think Stevie was the one you wanted to be. Kind of the lead. More or less, yeah. Although Carol had a few great storylines, too. Completely. Okay, well, yeah. you know, I'm not going to make you pick <laughs> between the great characters of the Saddle put, Club. Put me down for definitely not Veronica. I'll go with that one. Well, welcome into the Saddle Club, Club Claire. We've got our club, Zach. We've yep. formed the Saddle Club, Club. And I reckon there's momentum here. There is an appetite for the Saddle Club at the moment that probably people didn't know was out there. We may end up picketing yep. outside the ABC. That's it. Get me some poster paints because <laughs> I'm drawing up a banner right now. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Uh, I saw somebody get pretty furious today, Zach, in the car park about a wrong fast food order. I want to tell you what was wrong with their order, and I want you to tell me whether or not you think it was a reasonable outrage. Can you role play it a little bit? Let's could do you that. Could you be the person who's getting outraged? Yeah, we can do that. Um, there were numerous swear words involved. Okay. So, um, I've do you have a, a beep over there? Have a look if we got a beep. Or in you there. could just replace it with another word. Um, well, if you've got a a swear substitute, we could use. What are you thinking? <laughs> I'm not good at swear substitutes. I've had to use them for years. No, I don't have a beep over here. Do you know what? I will censor myself. Why don't you? Why don't you? Um, what's the TV show at the moment? Is the block on at the moment? <laughs> um, why don't you use block? Block. Okay. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> so, this is the scene that I saw in the car park. Okay. We set the scene. There's a car park. It's a sunny day outside. Dom's yep. walking by. It's around lunchtime. Mm. He spots someone with some fast food. They only put. 19 blocking nuggets in my 20 blocking nugget box. And then can you play? So you were the person sitting yep. next to this person. Yep. They said, are you sure? Uh, are, you, are you absolutely positive? I blocking counted <laughs> one by one. There's only 19 in here and I paid for blocking 20. And scene. So that's what I. Is this an adult? <laughs> this was uh, a a. I won't give the exact age because they might be listening. But yep. this was somebody. It was, it was a, a grown human being. So so they paid for. Well, we've just heard. Yes. It was. Uh, they ordered twenty chicken nuggets and they yep. only received nineteen. Now we don't know this mm. person. We don't know what they've been through. My first question would be: Are you sure that you didn't eat one on the way <laughs> to the car park? I mean, that's a possibility. Um, also, like. That's a, I would think if maybe if you ordered 30 and you got 19, there's cause for anger. Yes. But is one missing nugget the end of the world? No. Well, I mean, you tell me. You're the bigger <laughs> nugget person. How I, would you feel? Well, I think the, uh, the world of nuggets is a bit like a, uh, you, you play the game, you take the risks. Sometimes it goes, it goes out in your favor. Sometimes yep. you end up with an extra nugget. Do you think with the yin and the yang, yeah. the, pro, the pros and the cons, mm. over a long lifetime of nuggets, yep. do you come out with more? Yes. Like, do more often than not <laughs> they put in more nuggets? Well, and I then think, occasionally you get shortchanged? I reckon that's how it works. Yeah. So I reckon you, you end up ahead. And I also think in this world, you know, some people like to look at the boxes uh, half empty. Yeah. For me, I like to look at it as 19 nuggets full. Yes, I mean, you, you got you 19 nuggets Concentrate there. on the 19. I think about, you know, they used to say on deal or no deal, I came here with nothing, yeah. right? I'm happy to take the risk. Before that, a few hours earlier, you had no nuggets. Mm, well, you don't know that for sure. They <laughs> could have had nuggets for breakfast. They might have had nuggets for breakfast. I'm imagining before this, they had no nuggets. And now they've ended up, sure, they didn't get 20, but they're 19 nuggets ahead. You're still 19 nuggets ahead here. Getting 19 nuggets instead of 20 can't be the worst wrong order that's ever occurred. Well, if that's making people angry, 
uh, that angry. <laughs> I'm wondering, I guess, how bad does it get? 13, 10, 60. How wrong did they get your order? Hmm. Because I know this happens every now and then. A big one for me, Zach, is I regularly order burgers without sauce on them. Hmm. And I would say at least 70% of the time there's sauce on the burger. Hmm. That's just genuinely. And I know you always say, don't eat the burger. Don't make a scene. That's, I, that's a much worse one than the one. That one's much less than the one chicken nugget. I'm why? hoping for better stories than that. Okay. I'm going to be honest. If yep. you call with the sauce one, oh, it's up. probably not going to make the air. <laughs> okay. well, well, you just said you wanted yeah. more wrong orders than oh. the one chicken nugget. And you did one that's like a tiny little thing on the burger that you'd have to open up the burger to have a look at. Here's a better I'm story. I'm talking about you order a chicken and they give you a steak. <laughs> okay, right. Well, we should have chatted about that before the, the segment, really. We could have narrowed down our focus, and I could have come up with a better story. Oh, well, I asked for chicken salt, and they put normal oh, salt on up. it. Can okay. I get through? <laughs> 13, 10, 60. How wrong did they get the order? Emma in Sydney. How wrong did they get it, Emma? Oh, hi, guys. How are you? Well, thanks, Emma. Um, I, we, we, there's a fast food place um, in Perth that's renowned for getting orders wrong. <laughs> and we got home, and where there was supposed to be meat and cheese, and sauce was just a sprinkle of onions, and that's it, a bun with onions in it. And then when, when there was supposed to be meat, there was a massive two chicken patties instead of a meat patty. So I don't know what was going on there, but, yeah, we completely, like someone's just thrown buns into yeah. some wrappers, and that was it. <laughs> See, that one's so confusing because mm. you didn't get someone else's order because no, no one's ordering... No. A burger with just onion on it. Well, Tony Abbott, maybe. <laughs> but besides that... Well, that's a great reference <laughs> from two years ago. Um, no, look, I would think, because generally, having seen people work at fast food stations before, they have it in stations, right? So first station, you put the meat on, then you put the veggies on, then the sauce or something like that. Yeah. I don't and know skipped how... skipped a few stations, it, do you think? I don't, they must just be going abstract in that kitchen. <laughs> that's all I can imagine is happening back we there. We've got Belle on the Gold Coast. Belle, how wrong was your order? <laughs> uh, we bought a family feed and none of our burgers had any meat in them. And it was the point where the boys were fighting over the nuggets to see who could put their, have, like, actually have put meat in their burger. <laughs> how, how, had you gotten home by the time you realised? Uh, yeah, so we were like on the way, like we were into the street and then one of the boys opened up the burger to like start and they realised there was no meat and it just became a joke by the time we got to the fourth one. Yeah, okay. See, that's the most frustrating part, Tom, is mm. you're often too far gone. That's it. They should have something where if they get it wrong, yeah. you get something really good if you go back. Yes. Because like it totally ruins your night. You well, have to turn around, go mm. back, you're hungry. They got to make it again. You got to explain what happened. Well, that's why generally, uh, Zach, I know people who will stop right after, like in front of the window when they get their food, they'll do a full inventory. Oh, that's a good idea. You know, I'm just checking everything. That's an experienced drive-through person. It, the people who do that, I mean, those the are the people. We should be getting them to run the country. Yeah, because they know what they're doing. They, they've got it sorted. <laughs> uh, we got Sav on thirteen ten sixty. How wrong was the order, Sav? I um I used to work at a fast food restaurant mm. and. So basically, I served the customer his, bur- his burger, yeah. and when he got his burger, he said that someone had put laxatives in his burger, and it ended up being his mate that pranked him. <laughs> okay, right. So, okay. The- so were you blamed, Sav, for it? Were he- they were trying to blame yeah. the restaurant. Yeah, I, I was blamed, yeah. Okay. All right. Do you know what? I'm going to be completely honest. I don't. I'm not entirely sure it wasn't Sav. I reckon Sav <laughs> might have invented the mate there, and Sav put the, the laxatives in his back pocket and snuck away. Right. Across-
across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Collective Noun's Out of Context News. Making Out of Context News tonight, Donald Trump visited a McDonald's kitchen. I'll tell you, you know, I was here, I worked here for a long time. People don't know, most people don't know. Long time ago. Came here a long time ago, had a great success. Also, Pauline Hanson finally got around to doing the uni assignment that she's been procrastinating. I actually thought about and I thought, you know, it really needs to be done. And uh, so today was the day to actually do it. And Kim Kardashian started wearing adult nappies so that she didn't have to get up to go to the toilet. This is the best decision I ever made. It's like, it's a, it's a game changer. Having to not go through that every few hours. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. If you've listened to the show before, you know each week we ask, beg, nay, 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 plead for five-star reviews on the iTunes podcast store, mm. a.k.a. the Collective Noun Forum, a.k.a. the happiest place on the internet. Sorry, the the CD skipped there for a moment. <laughs> well, look, you can't be expected to get it perfect every time. I think that's an unfair expectation. No. That was perfect. Every opening is perfect. Every opening is different. That's true. Well, look, it is easy to get into the Collective Noun Forum. All it's going to cost you is a five-star rating on the iTunes podcast or search for Collective Noun on iTunes. Leave your five-star rating. Uh, that will get you into the forum, Zach. And then you can write whatever you want and enjoy your day in the park. Who do we have frolicking this fine eve? Firstly, let's welcome uh, in Jipping to the Collective Noun Forum, a name we've heard in these parts once before. Some time ago, I think six to nine months ago, I'd guess. Wow. Jipping, you do keep a diary. <laughs> well, I keep the so log. So you'd know. You know I keep the daily logs of, yep, of park course. visitors. Um, you, I, the, it's the book that you sign in and out of. That's it. Uh, it's like which a, isn't the Collective Noun Forum. No. On iTunes, by the way. This is a separate, <laughs> it's a separate handwritten book. book when you're in the park. Well, you know, sometimes when you like might stay at a bed and breakfast or something, they've got a visitor's book, yeah. right? I like to do that for all the visitors. Now, unfortunately, it is do compulsory. A, do you ever fill, fill that out? Uh, do I, what, when I go to various yeah. BMEs? All the time. You yeah. don't? Uh, no. I will say. I put fake names in it. <laughs> no, I'll always fill it out with a genuine description. Yeah. Um, but once fact, the people are there, they don't need a description of the place. Once I was at a place and the previous guest was, uh, we, we flicked through the book, a few guests before was Jamie Jury. Yep. Former Backyard That Blitz might have host. been one of my fake ones. <laughs> Well, now I don't know what to believe. Actually, the other day I did see a restaurant that had a visitor's book. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I've never seen that before. I thought that was a bit much. Yeah. Um, did you fill out that one? Um, Say, great steak. I didn't fill it out. No, it was, a, it was an Indian restaurant. I should have said, love the butter chicken. Mm. I just, I mean, you don't have much time when you're up by the counter. Do you know what I mean? To mm. say, love the stay, the butter chicken was great, love the naan. You don't have much time you for You can that. do that next time you're in, which I'm sure will be soon. <laughs> yes, it is my regular. Uh, well, look, Jipping has returns. Uh, when they were last in the forum... They put in one of the more intriguing messages we've ever had in these parts where they said, Mel, want to get married, Tom. Oh, Do you remember this? Yes, I recall. And uh, we couldn't figure out whether it was legit or not. Yeah, we couldn't figure out if this was an actual proposal that was taking place in the forum or what was going on. Well, it looks like from Jipping's update, it was legitimate. Uh, they've just said, Mel said yes, looking forward to booking out the barn, which I'm sure is a reference to some sort of... The barn Comment. we have in the Collector's Town Forum. Oh, in the, oh, of course, the wedding venue, the wedding yes, barn. Of course. <laughs> Sorry. We have uh, a wide range of wedding venues in the forum. Actually, we haven't spoken about this. The barn is a rustic choice, if and you, I like it. If you would like to get married in the Collector's Town Forum, certainly a great location. Some couples choose to wed and honeymoon yeah. in the forum itself. Well, and I think that's fair enough. We offer very competitive packages. I would certainly, if it was me, I'd get married down by the duck pond yep. at the forum, I think. I reckon that's a lovely spot. Depending on the time of year, the ducks could be disruptive. That's true. Both in the season they're mating and in an election cycle. They do get very political. <laughs> yeah. 
So you want to avoid those times. It is, look, the thing as well that you get in the Collective Noun Forum is Zach and I do officiate the ceremonies here. Yeah. Um, you might think, but you guys are, aren't licensed. We are in international waters. That's which it. The Collective Noun mm. Forum does exist in. Is it a legally binding wedding when you no, return to your country? Of course not. No, it's a bit like Vegas. Um, yeah. You come to the Collective Noun Forum, you get That's married. That's not how Vegas works. Isn't it? Is that legally binding, those marriages? <laughs> I think so. That's crazy. What, the ones you just go to one of those drive through chapels? That's a legally binding marriage. Oh, it might be only legal in Las Vegas. Right, is that what you okay. mean? Is that yes. what you're saying? Yeah, right. yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, it's I thought le- you meant they were just pretending. No, no, no. no. Um, I reckon these are legally binding in the forum, in the yes. park. So yes. I'm with you. Um, well, look. So Jipping. Mel and Jipping, congratulations. Uh, can you just check the when was the barn available? Have we got a date coming up that they could book Ooh, it out for the wedding? Gee. Um, <laughs> Pretty busy? No, not a booking. <laughs> no, no, not a booking yet. Well, the barn was just constructed, well, that's so true. I can understand that. That's a good point. Well, look, you're first in then, Jipping. <laughs> uh, we look forward to And look, Jipping has said we will see you soon. So uh, I think we've got an invite, Zach. Yep. Um, look forward to that one. Next in the forum, uh, we welcome in Snoop Dogg, the official. Wow. Now, <laughs> this is a big... I mean, we don't get starstruck <laughs> often, <laughs> but start. Snoop... We don't. I mean, do we just assume that this is actually Snoop Dogg? Yeah, of course. It says official. Oh, that's true. You're, you're not really... allowed to say that unless you're the real deal. <laughs> well, Snoop Dogg just says, hi, Dom and Zach. Can you follow my Instagram? It's at coop underscore ER underscore. Oh. Well, hang on. <laughs> I feel like we're getting catfished. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's Snoop Dogg's this actual was like Instagram account. like when uh, Dom was added on Instagram by a bikini model. <laughs> He started chatting to her, and it turned out to be a catfish account. Yeah, no, there was a catfishing that took place. You think this is the second catfishing? Well, similar, because we got interested. Mm. I'm not saying that Coop underscore, what was it? Coop under... Uh, and everyone go follow Snoop Dogg at uh, Snoop Dogg's lesser-known account at C-O-O-P underscore E-R underscore. Uh, I'm not saying that, you know, that's a bad Instagram account mm. at all. Not no. at all. I, I'm, I'm sure it's a good Instagram account. Yeah. But when you lead with um, Snoop Dogg... Mm. We expect Snoop Dogg. <laughs> well, hang on. Let me have a look. I'm going to search for, for this account now, and I'll give a follow as requested. And I'm just curious to see if it is actually Snoop Dogg. Do you know what? It's hard to tell. It's a, it's a looks like it's a private account. 749 posts. That's committing to a lot of posts in my feed. Hmm. Um, but it does say the name that's written there is just Cooper. And that, to me, unless Snoop Dogg... Well, Snoop Dogg's not a well, that's not given his, name. Not his real name, is it? Do we know that his name could... It could be Cooper. No, Maybe his name is, is kind of well known. But right. it, even that name could be a secondary stage name. That's, that's true. Maybe this goes deep. Maybe there's many <laughs> layers of stage names before we get to Cooper. Well, either way, Cooper or Snoop Dogg, uh, whichever one you decide welcome. it is. Uh, welcome. They have said, Zach, say hi to the possum for me. Okay. Um, we'll do. Cooper <laughs> or Snoop Dogg. I'm not, I'm not sure who I'm talking to. <laughs> Do you have much dialogue with the possum? Obviously, this is the possum that's been uh, eating your uh, vegetables. There's multiple possums. How many possums? Uh, two. A ringtail right. and a brushtail. Sure. Are they, are they together? Do those two... No, they don't cross over. They I don't, don't cross think. Over. I don't believe. There's not crossbreed possums? Uh, not that I right. know of, but okay. I'm not a possum expert, so I don't know. There's The ringtail lives out front, mm. the brushtail lives out back. <laughs> right. uh, since... Oh, actually, no, they... Busted a pot the other day. <laughs> Did they? Yeah, they're vandalizing my house now. <laughs> okay, well this is so they <laughs> they uh, they first they pooed in my hammock. 
Yeah. Now they broke a pot on the stairs, mm. all because they're not allowed in the vegetables. They're, it's a toddler throwing a tantrum. You're going to get ransom letters soon in the post. Just yeah. cut out of newspapers. Zach, let us back into the veggies or yeah. else. I haven't seen them in a while. I just heard them. And I went out oh, at two yeah. in the morning yeah. to see what they had done. Smashed a pot. <laughs> Took a torch out. And you knew it was them straight away? Well, who else could it be? <laughs> That's a good point. I, yeah, look, it's a good point. It could be the pot bandit. That's <laughs> true. It goes I mean, around, doesn't rob your house, yeah. doesn't take anything, just yeah. pushes over one pot. One pot. Well, actually, also some of the vegetables that I've left outside the nets were nibbled on. Well, actually, Again, it could be a pot bandit. <laughs> no, similar to, uh, to, I believe, Santa's reindeer. Yeah. The pot bandit will come to your house, knock over one of your garden pots... And take some snacks for it's the road. It's actually a great idea, mm. and I don't want to obviously give people ideas on how to rob houses, <laughs> but if you were to do some damage to someone's house yeah. and maybe just chewed on some leaves around the place, <laughs> when the police came, they'd think like, oh no, this smash window was just caused by a possum. <laughs> well, yeah, but how many possums take a few grand in cash that you've hidden <laughs> under the bed? Yeah, well, I mean, that's like, going to be a bit harder. Okay, well, like, as I said, I don't want to give tips on how to... <laughs> Rob houses. <laughs> okay. All I'm saying is now if I if something's ever taken from my house or damaged to my mm. house and the trees or the, the leaves are nibbled, I'm going to know it was you. <laughs> I'm going to know. Zach's also, popped around. Also, there is a chance that the tree you pick would be, like, poisonous. Well, that's And true. then you just collapse <laughs> at the scene and the police just find it. Oh, okay, very easy to catch you. You're just still lying, curled up in a ball at the scene. That's the risk. It's the risk you take when you when you want to find a sneaky way to yeah. do a home invasion, which, again, we want to We stress. don't condone. We don't condone. Absolutely. We, we, what's the opposite of condoning? Condemn. We condemn it. Uh, here it's on the collective confusing forum. that they sound so similar. He's actually never thought about that one. But uh, look, lastly in the collective noun forums, like we do have Steffi H1 dropping by. And uh, Steffi just references uh, the, the desk chef. Is the desk chef making a return on tonight's show? The desk chef is in tonight's podcast. In tonight's podcast. Is Steffi doing a dear desk chef? Uh, well, not quite. Steffi's more, and I know you really want people to start writing in with dear desk chef. Should we mention that now, actually? Yeah. Yeah, what what are you hoping for? Uh, dear desk chef, yep. you could open with that. Mm. In the middle, put something that you're struggling to cook at work. Okay, right. So, dear desk chef, I love a Sunday roast, mm. but I can't do that at my cubicle. Yeah. You don't want that one, though, do you? No, not that one. That one would be hard to pull <laughs> off. You know, snacks. Yeah. Things like that. You know, yeah. little snacks. Mm. Um something you might want to eat, something you enjoy eating at home, like yeah. potato gems we did last week is a good example. Sure. Or if you just drop by and say, dear desk chef, you know, my favorite food is, your desk chef can work wonders with yeah. what you give him. Forum, Instagram, yep. Facebook, collected nouns, email. Yep. The desk chef is over them all. We've <laughs> gave, we've given him access yep. to all our passwords. Perfect. And uh, yeah, you can, you can drop a line there. Do you trust the desk chef with all that information? Yeah. Okay, great. I know the desk chef is a good personal friend of yours. Mm, um, we're close. Was the desk chef at your wedding? Yeah, cooked. Oh, cooked. <laughs> All at his desk. <laughs> right, okay. Yeah. Alternate for, drop. Catered for the whole wedding yeah. from a cubicle. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was pretty impressive, <laughs> That's to be honest. That's it's incredible. the first wedding at a desk that's ever happened. <laughs> wow. Well, uh, look, get in touch with the desk chef if you have some uh, some ideas there. Uh, Steffi just had some suggestions as to how you could toast a marshmallow to a desk, uh, oh. at a desk, but I believe that's tonight's desk chef, isn't it? Yeah, I'd still like to hear Steffi's. <laughs> well, Steffi just thought one could toast a marshmallow perhaps in a sandwich press using alfoil or baking paper. Great idea, Steffi. Yep. We, look, we'll, we'll pass it on to the desk chef. The desk chef might have already planned out what he's going to do tonight. Yep. But we'll certainly pass it on to the desk chef. We'll see what happens there. And uh, one last note, Zach, uh, before we do wrap up, 
uh, on the Collected Noun Forum. Ruby uh, has dropped by via Instagram. It's not an official entry into the Collected Noun Forum. It's kind of like flying over top, like on one of those helicopter experiences. Yep, Ruby's doing a flyby. Yeah, and look, Ruby, we hope you enjoy the you know the the, the visit to the Collected Noun Forum from the sky. If you'd like to drop by any time through the Collective Noun Forum official, you're more than welcome as well. And if you would also like to drop by the Collective Noun Forum, all you have to do is search for Collective Noun on iTunes, leave a five-star rating as your admission price into the forum, write whatever you want in the review, and we'll read it out next time on the show. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach currently has his chef's hat on and is out in the cubicle, which must mean it's time for... Desk Chef. Desk chef. That's right. I am the desk chef teaching you how to cook in your cubicle. Say goodbye to mm. boring work lunches. Say goodbye to 3.30-itis. Not anymore. The desk chef is here to help. Okay, well, last week the desk chef brought us potato gem kebabs that he cooked on a, a sandwich press from a cubicle. The desk chef has returned uh, quite soon. I didn't know we get the desk chef back a week, uh, only a week later. Yep. <laughs> it's an impressive turnaround well, pe- time. People get hungry every day, Dom. Oh, you can cool. feed them yeah. potato gems once. Yeah. A couple hours later, they're going to be hungry. That's true. All right. Well, what's the desk chef cooking up tonight? <laughs> okay. Well, first, I'd like to set the scene. Yep. Because I am in an empty office at mm. 11.30 at night. Yep. Do we have some office atmosphere, Dom? There we go. There we go. That sounds well, like a busy office. Imagine it's 3.30 in the afternoon. It's starting to get a little chilly, especially because you sent about 10 emails about the air conditioning and Susan, the office manager, still hasn't done anything about it. Yep. And what you want are toasted marshmallows. But you're thinking, I don't have a fireplace. I'm not camping. How can I do that at my desk? Well, the desk chef is here to help. Okay, well, toasted marshmallows are the best thing about winter. The only good thing about camping... What if- you- if the desk chef's developed a way to make toasted marshmallows from a cubicle, I'll be on board. What you need to do is get your toaster yep. and put it on your desk. Now, if you don't have a okay. toaster, of course, you can bring one from home. Mm. Now, what you need is wooden skewers. Yep. With those wooden skewers, Dom, I've made a contraption over the top of the toaster. Okay. It's like a spit roast. Okay, right. So now, house people may roast a pig. Mm. We're going to roast marshmallows that way. Hanging over the top... Of the toaster. So you mentioned you made a contraption over the toaster. How have you? What have you made the contraption of? What does it look like? The skewers. I've got two right. skewers on each end. Yep. They cross over each other, forming a fork. In that fork, mm. I will put a horizontal skewer <laughs> that has a marshmallow on it. Okay. So, so I'm currently doing that. I've got right. my toaster set to six. Yep. You can pick whatever you would like. <laughs> sure. And the beauty of this here, like a spit roast, is I'm just going to rotate it. As it toasts. You do need to be careful because the marshmallow is suspended above the toaster. Mm. If the marshmallow starts to melt and go into the toaster, I think that could be a fire hazard. <laughs> right. And Which is not the what desk we chef want. doesn't want to be responsible for any fires. <laughs> no, I wouldn't have thought so. Okay, so you, how long have you been toasting the marshmallow at the moment? I've been toasting this one for about two minutes. We're starting to get some good brown on it. Right. How toasty do you want it? This one's um, about medium. Uh, generally, I let mine catch fire. I will just say... Oh, that's not good to do in the office. <laughs> That, that's definitely against health and safety. <laughs> I will just say, as a quick aside, Zach, I'm pretty sure when you toast a marshmallow in a, in a fire, it's about five to ten seconds max normally. Yeah, this takes a little longer. <laughs> yeah. But considering we're in the office, <laughs> I think it's true. a good solution. And you can send some emails while it toasts. I'm coming in, Dom, with our toasted okay. marshmallows on the homemade marshmallow Brilliant. spits. Well, this would be massive because if this works, then tomorrow all around the world people will be enjoying toasted marshmallows. We'll just fade down the office noise. Voila. Okay. There you go. <laughs> right.
Well, I'm looking at the marshmallow you put in front of me here. Now, it has that kind of crispy exterior that you want yeah, from a toasted it's marshmallow. It's got some nice caramelization on it. It's a it bit does. brown. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not exactly what I'd normally expect from a toasted marshmallow, but oh, the stick's gone gooey in the middle. That's what you like. That's what you like. The skew is gooey. Yep. All right. Are we ready for the taste test? Hit me up. All right. This is uh, the moment of truth, Zach. As I taste the toasted marshmallow made at a desk. Oh, that sounds like crisp. It sounds like crisp outside, gooey inside. <laughs> He's done it again! <laughs> You know what? I'm going to go one step further. The best toasted marshmallow I've ever had. Really? I'm not kidding you at all. That is perfectly toasted. You know why? Because I think it's slow cooked. It's a slow cooked marshmallow. You've invented the slow cooked marshmallow. I think it's perfectly melted on the inside and just slightly toasty on the outside. The exterior tastes a little bit like a meringue and it kind of has a meringue texture. But the moment you get inside, oh boy, you're in for a gooey treat. Let me have the other one. The homemade spit-roasted marshmallow. You can do it at your desk. Mm. Do you work in accounting? You can oh do boy. it. Do you work in sales? You can do it. It doesn't matter what department, baby. There's marshmallows coming your way. Pop out the acoustic guitar, Zach. I feel like I'm around a campfire at the moment, enjoying these toasted marshmallows. Say the magic words, Dom. You know what? The desk chef's done it again. He's done it again! <laughs> right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. On Monday night, Zach, I did attempt a Skittles streak on this show. The idea was that blindfolded, I had to see how many individual Skittles I could correctly guess the flavour of uh, in a row. A Skittles streak. Um, and unfortunately, it didn't go well. Here is what happened when I got to uh, the sixth Skittle. Six is green. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> We've led up to this for 15 minutes. Hang on. Dom said he was going to do the packet. He got six. What was, what was it? He, he, it was red, and you said it was green. It was a shame. It turns out it was actually worse than that. Yeah, it was worse than that. Actually. It was actually five. I'd given you one that was incorrect previously. Yeah. So you got five. You said you could do 40, a whole packet. It was a real shame. It was a real letdown. And, you know, I had to I had to cop the brunt of a lot of social media hate that came my way for the Skittle Street failure. Well, you talked a big game. I did. And you didn't deliver. And I got cut down to size yeah. as a result. Um, and, you know, we came into the radio station the day afterwards, and the looks I was getting from various employees, well, so I didn't even know that well. You let the business down, to You're be honest. Th- you think I let the company down? Yeah. I mean, the station puts a lot of faith in us. Yeah, that's true. Letting us broadcast in this slot. Yeah. And they expect that when you say something, mm. you'll be able to follow through with it. Well, I very nearly walked away from Skittles and the radio show on Monday night. Yeah. Um, which... And I don't think that would be an overreaction. <laughs> no, I think that would have been fair. But I've decided, I've gone away, I've thought about it, I've taken some walks in the woods to properly mull this over, and I've decided to attempt the Skittles streak once more, Zach. Okay, well, not on the radio. Not on the radio. I'm not going to waste everybody's time again with that. People were very upset. They were really upset, and that might be in breach of one of the broadcasting codes. So what's the idea then? What I'm thinking is I think the reason I failed, because I bought some Skittles on the way home on Monday night and tried it at home. Unrelated. That's just your Monday night Skittles. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Monday night Skittles. Uh, Without the time pressures, I gave it a go blindfolded. Okay. And I got 15 in a row. Right? Okay, so you think it was because we were rushing through on the radio. You think if you had your own time. I do. If you could think about it, swoosh it around your mouth a little bit, Mm. you would guess every single flavor. Every single flavor. I should mention, I didn't get 16th wrong. I just got 15 in and decided to eat the rest of them in one go. I just got a bit bored after that. My point is, here's what I'm proposing. Collective Noun's Facebook page. If you search for Collective Noun on Facebook, you will find it there. 
can we go live on Collective Noun's Facebook and have the Skittles streak 2.0 with not as much time pressure to see how many I can actually get in a row? Because I'm telling you, Zach, I am so certain, I am so confident I'll be able to get the 40 that I promised the other night and maybe even more. Maybe even more if all the pressures are removed from me. Okay, so you're thinking if it's a live stream on Facebook, which yep. could go for an infinite amount of time. That's it. If I'm not feeling the pressure of needing to get to the next song that we're playing. Are you sure? Uh, yeah, you know what? I'm doubling down. I'm 100% sure, Zach. Let me out on that arena one more time. I will cover myself in glory really this what time. you're saying is, here, I missed the, yeah. miss the winning shot, Coach. Yeah. And now it's a year later. We're in the grand final again, <laughs> yeah. and we need to send someone out to take the penalty shot. And you're yeah. saying, you're putting your hand up and saying, it's me. Give it to me. But you've missed before. I know, but that just makes me hungrier to succeed again. Well, it's good that you're hungry. That's <laughs> true. Because you've got so, a lot of Skittles you need to eat. Can we do this? Can we commit to doing this? Yeah, we'll, okay. Uh, I don't know when. Yeah. I don't know when we can do this, mm. but sometime... Yep. In the very near future, yes. we will do a live stream on Collective Down's Facebook Great. where the Skittle streak we try to redeem. Brilliant. I, redemption is mine. The Skittle streak strikes again. Well, that's we've already got our title. Brilliant. And in the meantime, I will do a Rocky-style montage of training, <laughs> just eating all the various sorts of Skittles. Uh, that is all I've got time for tonight. Uh, if you want to hear the full show back, search for Collecting Out on iTunes. You can get the podcast there. I'm off to buy Skittles and get in some good preparation, and we'll see you tomorrow at 10. Bye! That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.